This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. If you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. We are at the 12th annual JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida, and every year love attending this conference. All kinds of great speakers, uh, presenters, and it's all about small business here uh, for the next couple of days. And we've got one of those uh, standout small business support and assistance programs with us. We have Alfreda Boney, who is the founder and CEO of PSC Consulting. Alfreda, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, listen, you're, uh, you are in the hottest uh, <laughs> Uh, subject matter and issue that's going on in business today. It's all about HR issues, training, uh, recruitment. So uh, I'm looking forward to the to the conversation. Uh, you and I, I appreciated all that you're doing uh, as we talked before we went on the air here. But as we always do, let's just start with a little bit of your background, okay. your pathway to creating and launching a PSC Consulting. Okay, well, um, I uh, originated from Georgia. I used to work for the Department of Labor. Um, and so the uh, idea of my business actually came from when uh, I had to actually put people to work and realize that there was just this disconnect between employers, employees, knowing that they had the abilities but just didn't know how to you know, project it or articulate it correctly, didn't know how to sell themselves. And so actually PSC was born back in 2008. I moved to Florida in 2010. 2012, actually, and um, literally pivoted the business more into the scope of workforce development training, supporting reentry, supporting youth, um, and literally tapping into the business sector because I know that that's the greatest asset. When you don't have people, you can't get work done. You can't really do business in in a, in a real way. Yeah. And so that's how the actual business has started. It's evolved a little bit, but now I support small businesses and nonprofits with you know preparing their greatest asset, which is their people. Nice, excellent. I lo love what you do. Um, so you know what? I'm just going to start with just a, a crazy question. Okay. Uh, you know, every small business owner that we meet with, we talk to, we work with in the SBDC, of course, the first thing all of them want to talk about is, you know, we're just having such a difficult time recruiting and hiring. Mm -hmm. What is their problem, Alfreda? <laughs> just go ahead. Let's just get it out on the, get it out on the airwaves right now. Okay. What is the problem out there? The problem is obviously just that miscommunication and that disconnect. For me, I've been 20 plus years in as a talent acquisition recruiter. So I was the one that had to do the screening all the way from the resume prep 
to, you know, dealing with the managers that needed to bring in the talent. And what I realized is that um, there's a disconnect where employers are not really being as clear as they need to be to be able to say, this is the talent that I'm looking for. And then on the other side, you have the candidates that are feeling like, uh, I don't know what I'm being hired for. You're bringing them in and it's almost like you expect them to come knowing everything. But there has to be a level of training involved. There has to be a level of um, connectivity. Right now, you're hiring toward culture more so than skills. And so to me, I think that once employers can really be authentic and transparent of what they're really looking for and then making sure that those skills match, you would have some really, really great uh, opportunities to hire because the people are out here waiting to work. They're willing to work. But again, there's just that disconnect. I mean, we I guess at the end of the day, I mean, some of this is math. I guess we we do have more jobs than we have people. But Mm -hmm. I think to your point, no small business really has to go without that's right. Employees. Is that a fair statement? It is. I'm even working with small businesses that don't know how to hire, right? Because, again, they used to be the employee before they literally turned this corner. Right. So I actually teach businesses on how to look for their best. They need to start creating that employee versus poaching them from each other. So right. I believe in internships and apprenticeships yeah. because at the end Excellent. of the day, yeah. you can literally build that employee to be the best one that you want and not have to think you got to come in with all this skill set. And Alfreda, that's a, that's really is an innovative and excellent point. I mean, how many small business owners really think like that and think, you know, gosh, why don't we start, let's go, let's kind of go back a few steps. Let's start an internship program. That's it. Let's bring, you know, three or four young people in from college, even from, you know, maybe some a senior level high school mm-hmm. student, and let's give them an internship, mm-hmm. and let's and and for the employer, it gives you a chance to to actually look at a potential employee. Is it that- is. I love to tell them that instead of you um, looking at someone and saying, "Well, oh, okay, you used to do this, and we do it this way," at least you can train them the way you want them to be trained the first time. You have a lot of individuals, especially since the pandemic, that have changed careers, they've changed industries. They have the transferable skills, and a lot of them don't know how to articulate their transferable soft skills. So they can do the work they want to learn. As long as they're flexible and willing to learn, I think that that's a really great foundation that you can literally build on as a small business. And a lot of the mom and pops really get to be hands-on versus some of your bigger companies that really just want someone to come in there and fill those seats. All right. I want to talk technical with you now because you're in a space that I really do appreciate and, and was involved in for some time at my, um, at my state college. Uh, so, number one, let's talk about the, the pre-hiring. Mm-hmm. Is, are there techniques, strategies, tools that small business owners should be using in this, in this hiring process? Are there the... Uh, you know, the kind of the, t- the testing is all that. That's not just for big companies. Is that yeah. for small companies? And are there specific strategies and techniques? There is. Um, I believe that with a small business, we're the ones that do everything. We're, we have to be multitask. Um, and sometimes we're looking for that uh, twin to us. And that's not going to always be there. But I do believe that when they do tap into really uh, utilizing professional development training more to get the, the, the best out of the, the candidates, they won't get so frustrated. You're not going to find a candidate that's going to do exactly as you do it. 
but just having a framework, whether that is really putting into place. Some businesses just don't even have that structure in place for HR. They just want to just bring in a body and just tell them to go to work. Right. But if you don't tell me how to go to work, that's why I'm very passionate with the youth side. It's like we tell them to go to work, but we don't tell them how. We expect them to know these things, but they've never done it. So right. I always correlate it with if they've played in sports. Well, they have time management skills. They have organizational skills. I help them bring that out so that they know how to work in that. Um, you have small businesses that, you know, they are looking for that individual that can come in and obviously be a leader. But, you know, a lot of times people just say, well, I'm just here to work. I don't know how to um, initiate a change or, or innovate or show you that because right. I'm scared. Oh, you may say something or somebody's scared. I'm going to take their job. There's just a lot of different ways right. um, that I think that small businesses and businesses as, as a whole can really look at now because we're in a place where you can you can do that. And my other question is, and you you've hit on it here, uh, you know, with your your comments. But how important is ongoing professional development training for <laughs> current employees? <laughs> I, you know, I I, I I was in a meeting the other day, and somebody in the meeting, uh, you know, small business owner was talking about the need for us, I guess, the SBDC or the colleges to provide financial literacy type training. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, that is, that's, that's a great suggestion for you as mm -hmm. a business owner. If you want them to understand how you make money and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, that's, that's professional development training. Talk to me about your thoughts on that on, you know, a small business creating that ongoing quarterly, semi-annually, right? Right. Am I right? Is, Let me hear it. I'm telling you, it is a foundation because look at what the pandemic has exposed us to where we can't do things the way we used to. If technology is upgrading itself every, almost every second of every day, right? Because now you got chat GPT and some of the older businesses don't even want to touch any of that technology, but the younger uh, generation, that's all they know. That's how they were born into it with right. YouTube and stuff. If you don't, you know, if you don't, get into that space of education how do you expect to grow even as businesses sometimes they have just been doing we was having a conversation um, in registration that you have businesses that are just still doing the same things and the season has changed for that right. so you have to invest and to be honest you have candidates and employees that they desire that it's not for them to leave it's just to make them better at their job right. you can't expect me to keep you know doing the same thing and getting a different result and and tr and and providing training and, and you when we're going to talk about some topics, but providing that ongoing professional development employee training doesn't that send a message to your team members that I value you, I, right. I I'm willing to invest in you. Is it that is. speak to that? It is um, as a recruiter. That's what I always saw, and I would have to even educate that candidate to know how to move up. I say the dollar is not out. Now it's not after going to the next job because you're always going to have to start over. But if you position yourself to a way that you take advantage of the benefits, because that can equal more money. You just you're just looking at a dollar amount um, to actually excel and grow in the business. That is what creates loyalty, right? right. We 
I, the, our keynote was saying about there's no loyalty now in companies. But to be honest, when you invest in that individual and say, right. hey, I believe in you and I want to see you grow, right. a real leader wants to be replaced. It's not about you trying to take my job. It's that now I can move to my next level and I'm, I'm secure right. enough in having you to do the role. And so we definitely have to put more focus back into training. Give us, a, you know, just a couple of examples of, of topics that, that a small business owner ought to be providing for their employees. Uh, you know, obviously one, you know, customer service. I mean, <laughs> teaching those kinds of customer service skills to our employees. But give us some other topics that a small business owner ought to be seeking out for their, their team members. I think it's always good to deal with uh, leadership, always yeah. about helping to, to grow your business because eventually you want to retire. You, our goal as a business person is never to, you know, die in the role, <laughs> but we never think about the exit strategy and we know that we have to put people in place. Um, and even I have a certified training program that is talking more about the customer experience versus that service because there is a difference between service and services. Right. Um, you definitely need to be... Um, be engaged in that uh, team component because team building, the yeah. culture. Um, if I have a vision of my business, I have to be able to train the people coming in. How do they know? Why would they want to work if they don't even know why we started business in the first place and what drives us to show up? Right. That's what's going to drive them to take part. So I believe that if I'm putting someone to work, I want them to have as much input but also value um, incentive in my role because they're working for me. Right. So I think that, you know, businesses have to get back to that. Now, uh, PSC Consulting, you you are the individual that a small business owner could meet with, talk to, leverage to help me put together this training program, help me build a recruitment program. That is your model? That's what you do? That's what I love doing. Um, mm -hmm. I tapped into definitely working with small businesses because I saw that need of, of HR. Um, and then from the training perspective, helping them to actually scale their, their business um, by even creating those social impact opportunities because most businesses don't know they can partner with nonprofits. Nonprofits need us just like we need them um, to show that engagement and that community um, engagement that is very valuable right now to a lot of people wanting to work. Um, and then I actually support um, businesses that are trying to scale by helping them to get certifications and actual contracts through my capability statement training. All right, nice. And you are um, headquartered and, and work from Jacksonville, but you you I could go help. Everywhere. Yeah, you could help anyone. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, virtually uh, any small business. Right. Do you have? Uh, does PSC kind of have that uh, uh, kind of a step-by-step -step engagement? How you would start that engagement with a small business owner? And I'm old school. I love that conversation piece. I think that um, again. Nothing against technology, but you don't get to learn the person or what their goal or vision is until you really talk to them and engage. So I always begin everything with a consultation. I have to kind of draw out. That was one of my biggest things in being a recruiter, and I was successful in that, is that I need to know your why. If I know your why and then how you're trying to build this out, then I can kind of put those pieces together. Um, and in that regard, it helps me to know if I can serve you, if I cannot, I do believe in the referral process. It's always about right. connecting you to someone else. Okay. All right. Um, listen, Alfreda, I love it. You're, <laughs> you're doing exactly what needs to be done out there in terms of, 
of helping our small business owners with recruitment and retention, really. Mm -hmm. You're addressing both issues. It, yep. it's, it's trying to find the right fit. Right. Um, you know, make sure we're, you know, we're hiring the, the right people, connecting them. And, and I love your part about, too, um, making sure that th those that we hire, we're giving the proper instructions right up front. We're, right up we're front. what are you being hired for? Yeah. You know, what makes you suitable for this position? Exactly. How, right. So you'll, you'll be surprised. My, my initial name for my company was perfectly suited career consulting because I believe that there was a person for every job and not every job for every person. And it was about that perfect, perfectly suited in right. where they needed to go. And then, of course, the whole, then the retention, which I'm, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm <laughs> such a believer in that. I just think that professional development training should be part of every small business owner, but they don't see, they don't, they don't see that, so yeah. often they just don't make that connection. They just, it's all about the task. It's all about, um, you know, and I, I try to tell small business owners all the time, you know, take, take, you know, take, take one afternoon once a quarter and mm -hmm. say, you know what, we're going to, everybody's going to leave. We're mm -hmm. going to go to the college and That's we're going to do some professional building, development, team building and pulling all that together because at the end of the day, you're going to pay more <laughs> well, to replace. <laughs> right. Yeah. Talk, that's a great, that's a great point. We always talk about how much this, uh, you know, cost to, Oh, you know, I can't afford to do training mm -hmm. and go pay, uh, you know, an instructor or something, but what's it cost to replace an employee? I mean, Almost three times, you know, the cost. I mean, if you think right. about it, if I have to recruit, then there's that cost of marketing and bringing them in. But if they're leaving you within the first three to four weeks, which is usually your orientation process, right. now you have to spend that money over again to, you know, kind of replace that right. instead of just really tapping into, okay, what do we have? Let's bring them together and make it a continual program. Sometimes right. you may not get it in the first, you know, six weeks. And we always say we give them 30 to 90 days. Right. But to be honest, you're still learning in 90 days. Right. So you really have to create a really strong uh, platform of training that can help, you know, them feel comfortable, but also feel vested to stay. Nice. It is Alfreda Boney, uh, who is the founder and uh, CEO of PSC Consulting, um, an organization that speaks the language of small business. Is it about? It's about recruiting the right people, <laughs> and then retaining those folks. Yeah, it is. And uh, we appreciate uh, all you do. We appreciate uh, your support of the JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. How does someone find you, Alfreda? So I am on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn under my name, Alfreda T. Boney. Um, and my website is uh, www.pscconsulting.co. Nice. Okay. Uh, I am Tom Kindred. This is Small Biz Florida, and we are at the 12th Annual JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. It's all taking place here with great people uh, like Alfreda Boney uh, at the uh, Lowe's Sapphire Falls uh, Resort here in Orlando, Florida. Stay tuned. There's a whole lot more to come from the JMI Conference. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize 
for Community College Excellence.